welcome back to the Wild Thoughts Podcast. Today, we have a very exciting episode. We're going to be diving into how to trust your instincts and your intuition. So we're just going to jump into it. Yes, let's just jump. We don't have time yet. Yeah, we're going to get straight to the point. Should I do the question of the week? Yes. Okay, perfect. So the question of the week was, which is more important, trusting your intuition or trusting your logic and reasoning. Mm. Mm, dun, dun, dun. What is the answer? <laughs> 47% of people said intuition. Ooh, minority. Mm. <laughs> 53% said logic and reasoning. So it's almost 50 That's 50. really close. Mm. Yeah. So That's I will say when we put up the poll, a bunch of you guys were sending in explanations with your answers. Exactly. But the reason we put up the poll without like a third option for like both yeah. was because we wanted to make you think and like go with your gut feeling, mm-hmm. exactly. right? Exactly. Ooh, mm-hmm. good one. Mm-hmm. Go in heavy. <laughs> so... Basically, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So we'll start with what is intuition. I feel like everyone always uses it, but they don't actually... Just here and there, like, interchange it. They don't know what it really means. So... That was us, like, a Yeah, legit. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, your intuition, it's something that there's no scientific explanation for it. And it's you just coming to a conclusion that you've made with your subconscious, like, without actually like analytically Mm -hmm. looking at things you just come up with a decision and you're like i'm gonna stick to it because that's what my gut is telling me yeah that makes sense there's like three general factors that come into play Mm -hmm. but basically if you have insight implicit knowledge and a subjective intuitive ability like thinking you know something that you don't that can help you get to a conclusion without actually like using logic or reasoning right. which is that that's why we gave both of those options um and like i was saying before it's your subconscious so it connects your unconscious mind to what you really want to do or think it's actually a big thing like when i was doing research there was a bunch of like well-known not celebrities but like well-known figures mm-hmm. that used intuition to basically come up with whatever they're popular from so like uh, albert einstein yeah that was an intuition that he was able to solve whatever it was, like E equals MC square. (laughs) Is that him? I don't know. But basically, there was a lot of public figures that, like, got famous because they just trusted their guts. Yeah. So now let's get into something I said before. I misspoke. I said instinct and intuition, but actually they're two different things. And we tend to associate them together because they are similar. Mm -hmm. But what is the real difference? So... Instinct is our innate inclination towards a certain behavior. So it's just us being inclined to choose this over the other, basically. Okay. Okay. Intuition is a whole process that we get the ability to know something directly. Again, like I was saying, without analytic reasoning. And it bridges the gap between the conscious and unconscious parts of our mind. And it also connects instinct with reason. But we don't know that that's happening. Very confusing. I know what you're saying I know. right now. So your instinct, like I said, yes, you're leaning towards something. Okay. And then there's a reason for it. There's a logical reason at the back uh, of your mind. Like you're making you're a not, pros and cons, maybe. But you're not realizing that you're doing it. It's right. just a process that's happening. Uh, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna choose that, just because I feel like that's the right choice. But right. you don't know how you got there. Right. It's basically saying like you're not taking the time to apply logic to it right. but you have a reason for it okay. and a reason to say like 
I'm inclined towards this because my gut is telling me. Oh, okay. I understand now. So they, they're like it's two kind of intertwined. To the same puzzle in a way. Exactly. Okay. But you're not you're not consciously making a decision. It's because it's a very like it's 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 not tangible. Like it's like abstract idea. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense. Like I said, intuition is a process. So what processes or processes? How do you say that word? <laughs> processes. Anyways, what's involved? In the process of intuition. Right. Okay. So there's heuristics. Don't know if I said that correctly. So correct me if I'm wrong. But it's basically rules of thumb that help form intuitive judgments. Okay. So it's just like general rules that you you know and that you follow without thinking about it. There's also recognition. Recognition is something that appears separate from other parts of human memory in the brain, and it's capable of persisting in the most challenging conditions with accuracy sufficient for practical purposes. So basically what that's saying is you're already recognizing the idea from somewhere else, so Mm -hmm. it just comes to you naturally. Oh, because you've made a decision similar to it? You could have made a decision or you uh, learned about yes. it. It's, it's true because when I was reading about intuition, yeah. although, yes, it intuition, so it's kind of a feeling that you get and you listen to your inner voice, but it also can be based off past experiences in a way. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And the recognition part, like it, like it says here, mm-hmm. it's a memory. Mm-hmm. So you may not know where it's from, but right. you know of it. So that's what helps you guide the decision. The feeling. Yeah. Then there's also automation. Mm -hmm. So those are actions for declarative knowledge or information Mm -hmm. where such tasks are acted out without conscious intervention. So again, everything is very subconscious. You're not like thinking about how to do something or thinking about how to get to a certain decision. You're just doing it. And it saves significant processing power and frees the mind to focus more on intensive or newly acquired actions. So again, it's something that's just you've already known to do. Comes so it's more just, naturally. Exactly. Like you need less brain effort. If yes. That makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Then there's forward and backward inferences. So this is the vast knowledge that we build up over time that allows real world predictions and enables us to act quickly and effectively in situations that most of us have encountered many times before. So I feel like all of these are just like learned behavior Mm -hmm. that are so in our minds, like deep, deeply rooted in our minds that we just don't think about it. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't really need to question it with logic and reasoning because it's it's a learned behavior. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then here we go. Learning and retrieval is the last one. Um, So having experienced objects and scenes before, Mm -hmm. we're highly adept at pattern matching to support our ability to decide and act quickly and effectively. Basically, if you've done something, if you've seen something, if you learned about something, there's some part of it that's stuck in your mind and that's going to help you make this intuitive decision. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, intuition is also influenced, like you said, by all of these things, whatever signs or past experiences. So it's a feeling, but it's also a feeling based off things that have happened maybe exactly. not always maybe. yeah because if it's happening for the first time then how would you have yeah but i feel like people that have deeper intuition it's because they've been through it they like know what to expect yeah true. you know some people are also just have good judgment if that makes sense like they're just better with feeling it out yeah you know what i mean yeah like just naturally but so now let's dive into what traits are associated with having high intuition so kind of how to have high intuition yeah. in a way. 
Um, there's actually eight ways to be highly intuitive. So if you want to be that person, these are things you can do maybe to connect more to your intuition. So the first one is introspection. So intuitive people are very self-aware and they're really conscious of how their body is feeling and they do a lot of reflection and kind of inner work and they're always trying to find different ways of expressing themselves communicating and talking about their feelings you know because intuition is about feeling right yeah. so you have to be comfortable kind of being vulnerable maybe in a way like and just being present. in touch yeah exactly the next one is solitude, which basically just means being alone with your own self. Um, so people who are highly intuitive like to unplug and recharge. So just stay away from anything that can be distracting and focus on your core self and your natural feelings without having, you know, technology or any other people influence your opinions. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of the time when we have to make a decision and we're being indecisive, exactly. we go straight to our friends and we wait for their answer. And as soon as they say an answer yeah. and we're like, mm, I think we I don't like it. Yeah, one. exactly. We're more confused. But that's an inclination because you're like, oh, I think this one's going to match. That's your into Maybe you're into yeah, Exactly. No, an it's, inclination. Oh, you're inclined it's, to yeah, go yeah, towards. Yeah. Okay. It's different. Oh, shit. Okay. But I feel like in order to avoid doing that, that's that's what you're saying be mm -hmm. on your own exactly so, so you make the decision solely based on your opinion solely based on your feelings because if you're going to ask all your friends then clearly your decision is being influenced by something else and you're not you're not in your like natural state of mind right so yeah so this way you can separate yourself from what others think you should be doing um then the other aspect is authenticity so people who are highly intuitive which totally makes sense they don't pretend to be something they're not they act based on their own values and not other people's opinion and that and just speaking about solitude that also helps so being alone and not listening to other people will help you be more authentic because it'll come 100% from you and then next we have empathy so people who are highly intuitive are very empanada em <laughs> what <laughs> they're highly um, empathetic people so they're able to imagine what an experience is like for someone else and put themselves in other people's shoes without having necessarily experienced it themselves because they also have like a high desire to help people around them. Um, even like I said, even if it's not their own experience. So, so they're just very empathetic and empathy also has to do with feeling. Mm -hmm. So that kind of makes sense. They feel for others, etc. Yeah. Intuitive people also seek safe spaces. So they go where they feel welcomed and accepted and also celebrated. They know what it's like to be different because they feel like their emotion, they feel their emotions deeply and they're very highly sensitive which is maybe not the majority of people this kind of goes into also putting themselves in other people's shoes they can feel other people's insecurities because they relate to it they they want to be somewhere where they're comfortable and kind of welcomed it's like protecting your inner peace your vibe yeah exactly <laughs> your energy in a way and then exploration. So people who are highly intuitive are always seeking new experiences. They want to learn new things. They want to maybe feel new things so that they can become better at their skills and just become more self-aware because... Yeah, if you experience new things, you're learning about yourself. So, of course, your self-awareness increases. Exactly. So, all of these things kind of intertwine and just... It makes sense when, yeah. you, when you think of it all. And they're also very creative... People that are intuitive find solutions, but they may not always be obvious or the logical mm, reason, yes. maybe. So that's why they're 
maybe the opposite of yeah. logic and reasoning, but they still help out and they just think outside the box, but they always want to find a solution to complex problems. It just may not be the easy way or the typical way, but that's not a bad thing. And then lastly, mindfulness. So like Kathy said, they focus a lot on the present moment and they like to tune out the noise. They try to be less impulsive, right? Uh, you don't want to make like irrational decisions. Yeah. You think you it's still even though it's intuition, it's still ref, you're still thinking about it, but more through your feelings mm-hmm. rather than your brain. Like yeah, I feel like you have sense. to be very in tune with your emotions and kind of just it, it's a lot of trust. That's why you have to yeah. trust what you're feeling without overthinking it exactly exactly and a lot meditation can help for mindfulness which we know so a lot of people who want to be highly intuitive meditate and that can be a good way to maybe connect yourself to those feelings and now that we've seen all that um we can kind of see why intuition is important but just to reiterate it really allows you to make decisions quickly and allows you to adapt to like any environment right because you don't need facts or logic when you're listening to your intuition, you're going with the feeling. So yeah. even if you haven't been through something, just by listening to your gut, you can make a decision. Yeah. So that's I why feel like yeah. you have to think of it like your spidey senses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah. It's your just so, you're feeling something, your sixth sense. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You just feel something and it's like, it's it comes to the point where like you can't think of any other decision because exactly. you're like, I know this is right. Yeah. And if I do anything else, I'm going to regret it or like exactly. something's going to go wrong. Like yeah. that's when you know that like you've made your de- exactly. decision and you just have to go for it. Exactly. It. You just have to trust it. And that's why it's important too, because it allows you not to overthink. You just go with what feels right. So although it's feeling, it's also based on past experiences and knowledge you gain from them. So that's why it's important to listen to them because it's kind of like not a sign, but... It's your, yeah, your body hinting at something maybe and telling you to go one direction over the other based on maybe it could be like trauma you've experienced or et cetera. So it's all like, you know, everything comes together connected. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the next reason why it's, everything's connected to all the part all the parts in your body like all the nerves there's like a scientific thing but i can't yeah. can't explain it all the <laughs> we need nerve- a science major yeah, up I'm in sorry. here <laughs> but all the nerve cells in your body are connected to these feelings so it's like maybe like chemical reactions well, it's or- true though because sometimes when you're trying to make a decision yeah some people get physically sick mm, or exactly. like in pain yeah we're trying to make a decision because they know that they should be saying one thing exactly. but they're conflicted with like maybe yeah what they think the logical reason is yeah, and like exactly. your body your body knows your body knows you have your to listen affected. you have to give it more credit in your yeah. brain i'm sorry <laughs> your brain's part of your body yeah, right it okay <laughs> it's not out of your body it's, Guys, it's a late recording tonight <laughs> i'm giving that in this is content for y'all okay the whole point is that it's important because when you're listening to your intuition everything is connected so it's not just your heart or your it's literally every part and all the cells in your body working together to give you this, yeah. help you make this decision. Yeah. So listen to your intuition. Now, finally, we're going to talk about ways that uh, ways that you can connect to your unconscious mind and basically make you more intuitive. And with the other, other tools we mentioned, this is just additional stuff that can help mm-hmm. you also. This is more like active things that you can do, I think, to become more, yeah. connect to your unconscious mind and your feeling. So, of course, the famous one. You gotta get on this, bitch. Yeah. 
<laughs> he like we stayed. were such hypocrites. It's so bad. I journaled the other day. Oh. I only do it when I'm like, like I have no other option. You know when I'm like when you're I, when I'm over it, yeah, yeah overwhelmed with things that I need but to write it out. I, that's good, but I do feel like we need to we need to have the journal prompts. Like you know the yeah. five minute journal. True. Like we need our own version of that like at least we have one prompt a day. Yeah. We just write like a few sentences. Like we just need to. <laughs> I mean, th- this is bad for us. Our credibility is gonna go I know. down because okay, we say like we're every starting. day, every episode. But you know what? At least, at least we've had experience journaling. It's not like we've never never journaled. journaled yes. So I feel like I yeah. I don't know if I would like journaling every day though. You it don't be, need it, to, but I feel like to get a habit in of that a habit, you do yeah, journal. Exactly. You That's know? true. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, keeping a journal. So basically, this just means like writing your thoughts uh your feelings like letting things out into onto a piece of paper in the open will just help you be become more aware which is one of the things even if you think you don't have a lot to say it helps the unconscious mind just open up because you're putting your feelings out there and by writing them down you're becoming aware of what you're feeling right instead of just keeping them in and like not really thinking about Cause it's it's kind of forcing you to sit down and be like, okay, yeah, like let's own up, like face, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You're reflecting on your feelings, mm-hmm. which makes sense as to why it can help your intuition because you're like looking at your feelings face to face. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, so of course, journaling is always good. Just find a solitary place, so somewhere you can really be alone with your emotions, allow them to flow freely. It's really this is really an important part in retaining basically the foundation of being connected to your intuition like being alone with your feelings and basically having nothing yeah (laughs) in your thoughts but more in your feeling maybe yeah because no in your thoughts makes sense but that means you're like thinking Thinking. of things you know but we want you just to like let your mind breathe and just listen to your body without it being influenced by environment or anything else you can also create kind of an emotional connection to an object a color a piece of music or literature this is kind of be in a way like a meditation um but it could be anything that will allow you to to feel your feelings and to stir things that are solely from within yourself and not you just gotta sorry, just thought of like you just gotta pull up that sad songs playlist exactly. and let yourself Play feel it. it. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know, imagine colors, like close your eyes, see what you're thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe you wanna make a decision and you're gonna think of red and be like, oh no, that's bad. Like I don't know, but just like make the connection. Make just connections. And I we can't tell you something is right or wrong seeing yellow or green is bad like it's really intuition and for you to decide yeah and listen to your gut feeling because maybe red is bad for you but it's good for me exactly (laughs) everything is personal exactly um so that's pretty much the end okay wait wait, okay what are you gonna say now i want to ask because i I came up with a sad songs playlist so like what's your ultimate like go-to sad song Sorry, we're we're jumping in here, making a little less serious. Like what but... I would listen to to get more in my feelings. Yeah, like the weekends, like depressive music, mm. because he just ha- he has very moody music. Yeah. So whenever I need to like clear my mind, because like, you know sometimes when you're listening to music, and you're kind of like, let's say you have a headache or like you just can't think properly, it just makes you feel more flustered. Like it yeah. makes you feel like you have too much noise. But then there's sometimes music like his, he has a very like clear voice, very like a bit darker, like mm-hmm. 
it's like a fall weather yeah type of music so i like this i don't know a particular song but i was listening to i don't think i have a song either in particular but i feel like well there's like a song the one song that made me cry well i have two songs that made me cry i think it was a celine dion yeah there's one oh because it's associated oh yes you told me but then the other song the harry Styles song fallen is that from his newest album? Or is it Falling? Did I just drop the I think you've no told reason? me this before. Yeah, I think I said it on the podcast. But, like, I don't know why. Yeah. I'm not a Harry person that's, that music affects me. Mm. But that song oh, literally yeah. made me cry. And mm. I was like... But it's not, like, that deep. But maybe it just... The melody <laughs> think, of the I music. I don't know. Something... It could be... Like, music up. has psychology to it, yeah. right? So it could just put you in a very, like, that type of state. Or, like, yeah. calm or present... Or even um, Ed Sheeran's like first album, not first album, but like the the plus album. Ed Sheeran, where is he? Uh, Sheeran. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, his new music sucks. Anyways, his, <laughs> his old stuff was like or Sam Smith. Sam Smith too, but his Sam Smith's new song is like I haven't listened to his newest album. No, his new song you haven't heard it. Unholy. The- Okay, you need to get this out. It literally makes me think of like... Um, Why, is it bad? No, it's so good. Oh, okay. It makes me think of like like enemies to lovers. Uh, like it's that vibe. No, no, no. Literally, <laughs> it's like I feel like it's like a yeah. bad boy yeah. vibe. Like, I hope Sam Smith is good. I feel like he was gone and not making music for I know. a while. Is he good? I think he was working on himself. Okay, is I'm bad. proud of you. Anyways, you got sorry this. to digress. No. But he has good music. I thought it would make it a little fun at the end. But like soulful, like... He's a good Sometimes Taylor Swift lyricist. is nice when you want to just like, when you're... I can't. Like I, her, like, I don't like her. Her new album is not my type of music. But like her old stuff, if you want to get in your feels. But that's more like I'm going to scream in my room uh, okay. type. It's okay. not like sad. Sad. Okay. Well, what about... Um, wait. I There's forgot. some Bruno Mars songs mm. that are kind of like... Oh, Bruno Mars. If yeah. I Was Your Man. Yes. Or When I Was Your Man. Roma- yeah. If I, I think it's... Yeah. Um, it there's... It you know rain. like Justin Bieber's... I think that's his 2.0 album, but like he has like, you know all his songs from that I, album. I might. I don't but, know. Um, I didn't really listen to his albums. Uh, but. Down to Earth. No, don't know. Okay, well I love. I don't know that <laughs> song. Like, okay, it's good. There's some <laughs> like five sauce songs. Like yeah. Amnesia. Five, oh my! I didn't really listen to them. You gotta. They're actually good, but they're more like they're like on the verge of being rock. Oh, that's the thing. I, I, or punk rock. At one point, I was listening to MGK's like new album. I don't oh, know yeah. why I liked it. It was a bit rocky, <laughs> pop rocky. I don't. He uh, he's, me we, up. He. I used to find him cute. <laughs> and with not that, anymore, we're not wrapping anymore. up the episode. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, we're but digressing. But he has like a thing on his neck, like a tattoo. It scares me. It looks like a cut because it's like on his uh, apple me. bottom. He looks like he's not okay. Like I don't know how. Okay, anyway. It's on his apple bottom. Apple bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's his, what is it? Uh, uh, whatever. Bottom's oh, yeah. apple. What is it called? Adam's apple. Adam's apple. Adam's apple. Okay, we're tired. Ooh. We need to go. Um, let's wrap it up. <laughs> okay, everyone. Well, that's the end of the episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, let us know if you like these abstract topics, yeah. but they're interesting. Um, as usual, you can leave us any feedback. We're always open to it. Comment, like, subscribe, share, everything you can do. Um, and follow us on our socials. Wild Thoughts, we're on Instagram. We're on 
Facebook. Yeah. We're on <laughs> all the podcast platforms and you'll have our socials, personal socials linked down below. So you can also follow us there. And yeah, we can't wait till the next episode. Yes. Woo! See you. Bye. Bye.